Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Green Room Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Gianna. Hi, how's everyone doing today? And I hope that your Saturday morning is going well. I decided to record this at a point where I'm not doing so well. I'm actually stuck in a 55-minute traffic delay to my cheer gym, so... That's just a little idea of where I am right now. My road rage is through the roof. I'm on a two-lane road, have absolutely no clue how to get off of it, and what better time than just to pick up my microphone that was right next to me and record an episode. So, you know, that's a little preface of where I am right now. I wanted this episode to be a little bit more lighthearted, considering that my last episode was kind of a whole therapy session. Um, Which is great. I love that my podcast can be like a therapy session for you and for me. But, you know, I want to make it a little more lighthearted this week. I want to make it a little more entertaining, a little more fun, a little less introspective. But I have been wanting to make a podcast based off of astrology for the longest time. I made a post on my Instagram today. Well, not a post. I posted on my story um, asking people about their opinions on astrology and you know, if they have an opinion to please share it. Unfortunately, I'm on a two-lane road with no cell service right now, so I cannot see those responses. And as much as I would love to see them, I'm unable to. So hopefully soon I can, you know, kind of get access to those, but as of right now, I have none. Hopefully I will by the end of this episode. So I wanted to talk about astrology. First off, When I mean I want to talk about astrology, I don't mean just like the basic like face level astrology that I guess most people would hear about. It's not your daily horoscope based on your sun sign. It's not uh, a girl in class telling you she doesn't like you because you're a Gemini. It's a little bit different. I mean, it's essentially the same thing, but I like to go a little deeper and I like to get a little more scientific about it. Now, it is not the way I live my life. I do not live my life based off of astrology. I do not use it to make everyday decisions. I do not fully, wholeheartedly believe in astrology. Um, Because I think immediately when you see that I'm making a podcast based off of astrology, that is what one would think and that is what I would think too. But I don't base my life off of astrology. Astrology is not my number one belief system. I don't live my life by it. I don't, you know, it's not my my main belief. You know, I just think it's really entertaining. I think it's really cool. And I've been not really studying astrology, but I've been really familiar with astrology for three or four years now. So I've kind of found my way around it, if that makes any sense. And I hope to explain in an episode one day a little bit more about my spirituality, my belief system, that whole thing. I don't want to get too specific on this podcast because I don't know how people feel about me sharing my beliefs and things like that, but astrology is something that I've been using in my belief system for a few years now. Um, I'm very spiritual. I read tarot cards. I'm an empath. I don't know why that's become a meme lately. I'm not on TikTok, but I really don't know why that's become a meme. Like, I'm, like I don't know. People have been saying that they're empaths like as a joke. I don't know. Well, I'm an empath. I've been an empath for my entire life. So I hope that explains a little bit about how I feel about astrology. Now, let me explain a little bit. What I said at the beginning of this episode about 
your sun sign and about just going off of your sun sign. For those of you who don't know a lot about astrology, your sun sign is the sign that correlates with the month you were born. So I was born in early September. I was born September 2nd, so that would make me a Virgo based on the 12 signs of the zodiac and the month that my birth date falls in. Um, there's usually two signs per month, uh, one for the early month, one for the end of the month, but it they usually overlap. Like, for example, let me see if I can remember the signs off the top of my head. Uh, for example, late August to early September is Virgo. And then late September to early October would be Libra. And then um, so on and so forth. Like late October to early November would be Scorpio. And then late November to early December would be Sagittarius. So they overlap. So that's essentially how you figure out what your sign is. You can look it up if you want to follow along with this podcast and kind of like learn a little more about what I'm talking about. I'm not forcing you to do that. I'm just encouraging it because I think it's really interesting. So that's your sun sign. You also have ones that are less common for people to know. You have your ascendant sign and then you also have your moon sign and then all the other planets that are in the solar system that we know of. Uh, Basically what that means. Your ascendant sign, that's probably my second favorite sign to read and to look at. But essentially based on the time that you were born, There's a schedule. Just like there's a schedule for the months, there's also a schedule for the time of day. So I honestly, I wish I could tell you how it works with the times. I do not remember, but it goes literally by the minute. So depending on what minute you were born in, that is your ascendant sign. So um, I'm a Libra ascendant because I was born at 1232. Please don't go look up my astrological chart now that you know when my birth time is. Um, yeah, please don't do that. But that is how your ascendant sign works. And then based on the location you were born and based on, I'm not going to say the location I was born in. I feel like that's a little too much information, but based on the year you were born, based on the time of day, based on the location, the stars were aligned a specific way in the galaxy. There were planets that were in certain degrees facing each other. There were stars that in certain degrees were facing other planets and there were connections. And that's essentially how astrology is read and how astrology is charted. I hope that makes some sort of sense. But the day you were born, the planets and the stars at the exact time that you were born, if you have your exact time, that's even better to read. I think that's so interesting. But the solar system was shaped a certain way that can really describe a lot about your life and your personality and your beliefs and the course of your life even. And now I don't fully believe in this. I think that there is a lot of vagueness when it comes to reading your charts because I've read probably hundreds of charts in my lifetime for other people. And it does get a little vague sometimes when it gets to the more specific signs, especially like your Pluto and like your end node, like things like that. Once it gets to the more, I'm not going to say niche, but once it gets to the more um, minute, is that the right word? planets like the less important things it gets a little more vague because it's harder to pinpoint exactly where they were so now I'm going to explain a little about how it works 
hopefully I can, you know, explain it in a way that you guys can understand. And if you already like astrology and I'm not explaining it right, please feel free to correct me. Just DM me or you can just like show up to my house and yell at me. But essentially your sun sign is probably your second most important sign in your chart. I'm going to explain like what, um, what planet correlates with what part of your personality basically. So the first one you would read in your chart would be your ascendant sign. Your ascendant sign is also called your rising sign. So essentially what that means is what you look like at face value. Uh, your appearance, the things you do like on the outside of your body. It doesn't really say much about your personality, but let's say for instance, like you have a resting bitch face. That could be a Scorpio rising. That could be a Virgo rising. Like, you know, there are very specific traits that go with each sign. Let's say like you have a really round face and you have very like puppy dog eyes, like very round, big eyes. You could be a cancer rising, if that makes any sense. So that's basically how your ascendant sign works. It just shows your appearance. And for more examples, let's say like if you're in Aries rising, most likely you have like a more like square shaped head, like you have a larger head. That's one thing I've noticed with a lot of Aries risings. And let me see what else. I'm a Libra rising. So usually Libra risings, they're they have very like skinny limbs, like they're very like lanky, very tall, but still kind of like baby faced, if that makes any sense. Like they look childlike almost. That's that's how I would describe a Libra rising. And then you have Scorpio risings that they look like cats. I swear to you, every Scorpio rising I've ever seen, they look like cats. It's it's crazy. But that's essentially how your ascendant sign works. Now, your sun sign. Your sun sign is the month you were born. It is the easiest to find out of your whole chart. And it talks about the values that you have or the most prevalent parts of your personality. So for an example, I'm a Virgo sun. So that means I'm very analytical, uh, super judgmental. I like things the way I like them. I'm very particular. That is like a main part of my personality. It's, it's very umbrella term. It's very general. It's not really everything that there is about my personality. But when you first meet me, you realize that I'm very analytical. I'm very judgmental. I'm very particular. I'm very specific about the things that I like. And I value precision. That's how you would describe a Virgo sun, right? Um, And just to give more examples, let's say you're a Libra sun. Libra suns, I love them, but also I kind of hate them too. They're very romantic people. They're very airy, very lighthearted people, very bubbly, but they're also kind of emotional. So it's this like back and forth type of thing. So that's the most memorable or most general thing about their personality. They're very bubbly. They're very airy, you know, very romantic people. Not romantic like like love, like relationships and stuff, but just they have a romantic vibe. Like their life is very romanticized. It's like you have pink sunglasses on and you're looking at them. Like that's how I would describe a Libra. Um, Leos. Oh, my God. Leos. They're fiery people. They, they yell a lot. They get angry a lot. But it doesn't mean they're angry people. It's just like they're very passionate people. They're very, they get excited really easily. They're very loud. They're very confident people. So that is essentially how your sun sign works. Then you have your moon sign, which is another sign I like to read. Your moon sign is your deeper emotions and the way you handle 
negative things like sadness, fear, anger. This is like the most inside. It's like the most inside part of your personality, how you handle your emotions and how you handle difficult things, if that makes any sense. I say that so much if that makes any sense, but I really hope it does make sense. So basically, I'm an Aries moon, which means the way I deal with emotions is in a very impulsive, um, very like angry way because Aries, they're very fiery. They're very passionate people. They're very stubborn. They're, they're like hard-headed people. So that's how I deal with my emotions. I deal with it in a very impulsive, I guess, dramatic, like, like fiery, intense way. That's how my emotions affect me. And if you're an Aries sun and I have an Aries moon, that doesn't exactly mean we're going to be the same way because it, it correlates differently. I hope that makes sense. And I have a lot of cancer moons in my life. If you're a cancer moon, you cry a lot. You're very empathetic. You're very emotional. You cry a lot, but you're kind of fine with crying a lot because that's just how you handle things. You like to sit and think with yourself a lot. You love music. You love things that make you feel something. Cancer moons are very emotional. And then we have, what haven't I spoken about yet? Gemini moons. Y'all are crazy. If you have a Gemini moon, I'm so sorry. You're probably very, again, really impulsive. You can't make up your mind. You're very heart over head, head over heart type of person. Like you can't ever really decide how you're feeling unless someone else tells you how you're feeling. And it's so weird because if you know your chart, it's probably weird how specific it is, but it's crazy. I love astrology. And then you have, what are other signs that I like to read? Your Venus sign. Oh my God, I love Venus signs. Your Venus is um, the way you love people, the way you are in a relationship, the way you are with people that you care about. And I also love this sign. And whenever I start like talking to someone new, I always read, um, if you have Snapchat, like you know how you can see their whole chart and stuff, it's very helpful. I always read their Venus sign just to see how they show their affection, how they show their love. So again, let's say you're a Libra Venus, very romantic, very sweet, loving, like very pure, innocent type of love. You know, you like giving them gifts. You like spending time with them, that type of thing. Very, very sweet, very innocent, kind of like a childlike love. Um, you have Scorpio Venuses. They're very passionate. They're very mysterious when it comes to relationships. They're kind of secretive. They're a little sneaky, but it takes a while to get to them, if it makes any sense. It it takes a while to get under their skin and to kind of figure out what they're thinking. And I think they're really interesting in relationships. What else? Oh, if you have a Virgo Venus, I know a couple people with a Virgo Venus and they're so strange. I'm a Virgo sun, but it takes a lot of effort for me to understand someone with a Virgo Venus. They love helping you and they love correcting you. Like that's how they show their love. Um, they'll kind of like try and like fix you like they'll try and help you with your life they'll they'll find ways to make your life easier they'll find ways to to show their love by like I guess like not even criticism just like constructive habits they'll I don't know I've never like been with a Virgo Venus before so I don't know how they are in relationships but I know that that's how they are in friendships they're very constructive people. They're also very judgmental. They're very easy to lose. A Virgo Venus is very easy to lose. You make one mistake and they're gone like that. Like it, oh my God. 
what else can I think of with Venus signs? Oh, Leo Venuses, they're crazy. Leo Venuses are absolutely crazy. I know a couple of those. If they're in a relationship or if they're in a great friendship, everyone knows about it. It's all over their social media. That's all they talk about. They're loud about it. They're energetic about it. They absolutely smother their partner. Like, Leo Venuses are just like a like a smother. Like, ugh, I don't even know how to explain it. But they're just like, they're very overwhelming. So it takes a very specific person to deal with Leo Venus. What else can I talk about? Oh, you have your Mercury? I love reading about Mercury, especially when, I don't know why, but whenever I read Mercury, I think of like a group project or something or like a group setting. Uh, Mercury is essentially how you talk to people and how you express yourself. So I'm pretty sure I'm a Leo Mercury. So that means I have a very leader type personality. I'm fine with taking charge. I'm very loud when I speak. I'm very assertive when I speak just passionate, you know? So it's weird how the same signs can affect people differently when they're in different houses, you know? And that's why I find astrology so interesting. But let's say you're a Pisces Mercury, so emotional, cannot have an argument without crying. You're very like, you take things to heart so easily. Like if you're not the one in control of the situation, you're so butthurt about it. Like it's the end of the world for you. You love being in control by by choice. You love people choosing you to be in control of because if you have to fight for it, I'm sorry, Pisces, but you're kind of lazy when it comes to taking charge. So like, you're not going to take charge unless people choose you. And if not, you take it to heart. Oh, I think it's so funny. I've never met. I don't think I've ever been friends with the Pisces. If I'm being honest, I wish I could one day, you know, I would love to be friends with the entire arc of the Zodiac, but I have not met that many people that I enjoy that are Pisces. So sorry. But now that I have literally talked your guys' ears off about how the planets work and how you can read someone's chart and how you can understand someone's chart, I'm going to get to my favorite placements and my least favorite placements of the zodiac. All right. All right. I'm going to start with my favorite ascendant signs because ascendant is like the first one I would read. I love Libra ascendants. I'm going to, you know, just say that. First and foremost, I'm a Libra ascendant. I'm a Libra ascendant. That doesn't mean I'm a narcissist. Um, I don't like myself very much. But anyone I've met who is a Libra ascendant is just an absolute angel. Like, I love them. And it's mainly how they look. I don't know why, just to give you guys a couple examples of who are Libra ascendants, we have... Oh my god, who is a Libra ascendant? I know Beyonce is a Libra ascendant. That's one Libra that I know. What else? Oh my God, I forgot other people that are Libra ascendants. Harry Styles is a Libra ascendant. Beyonce is a Libra ascendant. Just, I don't know. I find them to have such like a godly, godlike energy about them. Not me. I'm not talking about myself. I do not think I'm a god. But anyone I've met with a Libra rising has a very ethereal, otherworldly being energy to them. I hope that makes sense. Um, What are other placements that I like? Oh, I love Cancer Ascendants, which if I if I switch it up and I say rising and ascendant, just know they mean the same thing. 
but I love a Cancer Rising. I think they're so cute. They always have like like round squishy baby faces. Oh my god, that sounded so offensive, but they're just so cute. Like and they always have these like like puppy dog. They're very expressive with their faces. Like they have puppy dog eyes. Like they always have like pink cheeks. Like anyone you know that has a baby face and has like a round like squishy chubby looking baby face oh my god i love cancer risings they're so cute okay what else oh my god i forgot about aquarius i literally haven't mentioned aquarius not once because with a, with an aquarius if you know a lot about astrology you either love them or you hate them and with me it just depends i don't love aquarius i don't hate aquarius but my best friends in aquarius and also my least favorite people are aquariuses so it's very pick and choosy you know Aquarius they're they're scary but in Aquarius rising the best way I could describe them is eccentric like they're very different like probably like I don't know any very flamboyant people like people who stand out in a crowd those are Aquarius risings they're very different they have this kind of like I guess different look to them I was gonna say like alien but that's probably not the best way to explain that but I don't know like Willow Smith if you guys know who Willow Smith is most likely an Aquarius rising I don't know for sure but that is what I think of when I think of an Aquarius rising just very different very like they look like they came from another planet literally like Willow Smith she has such a cool vibe to her like she looks like she came from another planet um who else could I describe as an Aquarius rising uh, if you guys know who Prince is, you know, Prince, uh, rest in peace, musician from the 80s, 90s, he gives me Aquarius Rising vibes. Just so, like, elegantly flamboyant, very different. There's not really something you can pinpoint about them. Like, you don't really know what it is, but you know they're just different. There's something, like, cool and, and eccentric about them. I love an Aquarius Rising. Sun signs... Uh, I love Leo Suns. Most of my best friends in my life have been Leo Suns. Uh, my best friends right now, she is a Sagittarius Sun and she is an Aquarius Sun. So I'm an Earth Sign. I get along really well with Fire Signs and Water Signs. Air Signs and I, we don't get along very well, unfortunately, because I love a few Libras out there. But Libras too flirty for me. It's too much. It's too sweet. It's too bubbly. It's too nice. Not my favorite thing. And then Earth Signs. Honestly, I've never gotten along well with earth signs that aren't Virgos. Some of my best friends are Virgo suns. I love Virgo suns. Probably my favorite. I'm being extremely biased because I'm a Virgo sun. But then again, I've never met a Virgo sun that I don't like. I always click with them so, so well. It's crazy. What else? What other sun signs do I like? I already said Leo's. Uh, oh yeah, Earth sign suns are not my favorite. I noticed I haven't gotten along with them really well, unless they're Virgos. Capricorns, some of my, I'm not going to say enemies in life, but some of the people I've had like my worst conflicts with in life have been either Capricorns or Tauruses. So sorry, I don't know why that's a thing. Um, isn't Machine Gun Kelly a Taurus? I was going to say, like, love him the most, but like, I kind of hate Tauruses. Sorry. Um, I don't know. Earth signs and I just don't get along very well. Air signs and I, they're too... 
Oh my God, that's so bad. Like, I really don't want to flame anyone's sign because I feel like it'd be so disrespectful if any of my friends were like air signs and then like I didn't know that they were air signs. Whatever. I know what signs my friends are. Um, Air sign sons, they're too like delusional for me, like too dreamy, if that makes any sense. Not delusional in a bad way, just like their head is in the clouds. They're very dreamy. They don't care about the physical earth, which is what mainly I care about. I'm an earth sign, but they're very like head in the clouds type of people. Like they give no shits, like so, so specific with the way that they think about things. And I think, uh, I would get along with an air sign only in very specific situations. Like I think, I don't know. I don't think I would ever be best friends with an air sign personally. Fire signs is picky. Fire signs is very picky. I love Leos. I get along with Leos really well, but we butt heads a lot. My older sister's a Leo and she is so much fun. I absolutely love her. I get along with her really well, but when we fight, we fight. Like we fight, like, like throwing curse words at each other, like throwing fists. Like we do not get along when we're fighting. So that's my only thing with fire signs. They're just about as passionate and grounded as I am. And that makes it hard to like argue with them. I hope that makes sense. What else? What other signs are there? Moons? Moon signs? I love Scorpio moons. I get along so well with Scorpio moons. I, for some reason, since I am an empath, I find it really easy to empathize with people that have very emotional moons. I really hope I'm making some sense because I feel like I'm just literally talking out of my ass right now. And I feel like no one understands what I'm saying, even though I know what I'm saying and I think I make sense. But Scorpio moons very dark, very emotional people, very, um, moody people. I love it because I'm an empath. So people find it really easy to talk to me about their problems, which has always been a thing. I'm like, I guess I give off a motherly vibe to people. Um, that's at least what I've been told. I would never say that about myself if other people hadn't said it already, but it's been proven that people find it very easy to talk to me. People find me very motherly, you know? So I love getting to talk to a Scorpio moon. Just hearing what's going on inside their head is so tragically beautiful to me. That sounded so poetic and so cringy and so nasty, but the way that they process emotions is like such a beautiful, such like a strong thing more moons. I love Aries moons, but they're also like really chaotic and really psycho and really scary. I'm an Aries moon, but like I know that if I was meeting myself like like as another person, like if I met myself, I would not like myself. Like if I had a clone, I would not like them. I would not get along with myself. Um Aries moons are psychos. Gemini moons, you guys scare me a lot. I don't think I've ever gotten along with someone who has a Gemini in their big 3 my dad's a Gemini. I feel so bad. I know he's not listening to this, but Gemini's man. If you have a Gemini moon, please like invest in therapy. I'm sorry. I'm getting so out of pocket on this podcast. I'm, oh my God. I'm so sorry. I'm like screaming into the microphone. I'm getting so out of pocket in this episode. I feel so bad, but really this is just astrology, man. I love talking about it. I got my opinions. I know you guys have your opinions too. If you're astrology people, um, what else don't I like? I was gonna say Sagittarius moons, but at the same time, Sagittarius moons are some of the funniest people I know. Or people with like a Sagittarius ascendant or people with a Sagittarius moon. Because people with a Sagittarius moon, you know, like 
those kids that got bullied really bad when they're younger. So when they're older, they're really, really funny. But like in a dark kind of like passive aggressive funny type of way. I love that. And that is really what Sagittarius Moon reminds me of. Sagittarius people, they're so like, I just think they're psychotic. Like (laughs) I know so many Sagittarius people and I love them. But like when, when it comes down to it, Like, they're psychotic, and I think they know they're psychotic. So if you have a Sagittarius moon, like, imagine the chaos that goes on inside your head. Like, if someone breaks up with you, if someone makes you sad, like, Sagittarius moons are the type of people who will, like, go out, get blackout, or, like, go make some really terrible decisions when something happens, because that's all they know how to do. They just use, like, comedic relief, and they use, like, humor and other things to kind of suppress their emotions. But I guess that's what makes them really, really funny. And they also have a lot of trauma because they can't handle emotions really well. But Sagittarius moons are really, really funny. I think they're great people. I think they're hilarious. And I feel kind of bad for them because of the whole trauma thing. Cancer moons. I think my boyfriend's a Cancer moon. If I'm not mistaken. Cancer moons, so emotional, so sweet, so empathetic, such romantic people. But y'all cry a lot. Y'all take everything to heart. And... You guys overthink a lot. You sit with your emotions so much because your moon is your most emotional sign. And then cancer is also the most emotional sign out of the entire zodiac. So having those two combined, like, honestly, I think cancer moons are my favorite people to go to for advice because you know they're going to give you good advice because they know what they're talking about because they've seen a thing or two, you know? Okay, I'm trying to see what other signs I enjoy. The traffic has really quickened up now, so now I'm on my way getting to the gym, doing a little better, but it's almost the end of the podcast, so I'll keep talking. Taurus moons are really sweet. Taurus moons always bake really well. Taurus moons love comfort food. You guys eat all your problems, but that's fine because it's like, what's wrong with eating your problems, you know? But I don't know. Like I said, I've never gotten along with any Taurus big three placements really well. Your big three, by the way, is your moon, your ascendant, and your rising. Oh, I'm sorry. Your sun, your moon, and your rising. Ascendant and rising are the same thing. Libra moons, the best way I can describe you guys is hopeless romantics. Like think, I don't know. Whenever I think Libra moon, I think like The Notebook or like a cheesy romance film or like a Hallmark movie. Like very romantic people. Ooh, this traffic has really quickened up now i think we're getting places guys we're getting to the gym i'm not on time at all i'm already four minutes late and i still have 23 minutes to get there but i know that a lot of my teammates are in the same traffic so you know i think i'm going to have to cut this episode a little bit short today as you can hear the sound quality has kind of changed i am driving 80 miles an hour right now with a little snowball microphone in my hand and number one that's dangerous number two makes the sound quality kind of terrible so thank you guys so much for sitting with me through this traffic thank you so much for listening to my tangent thank you so much for hopefully learning a little bit about astrology with me hopefully learning a little bit about yourself if you didn't know what the signs were um once again Thank you guys so much for sitting here and listening to me ramble about astrology. Um, I don't know when this episode is going up, but I hope you guys had a great week. I hope your weekend is off to a good start. Or I don't know when you're listening to this, but I hope you're having a great day because I have not been having a great day. I've been sitting in traffic for an hour. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I will listen to you guys or hear you guys or talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye!